Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 206 DGS. Weird times to do a uh, four-hour variety radio show because you never know when to pivot and go to something else or, you know, keep talking about uh, one thing. Uh, We do have Chuck on the line, so let's let Chuck get his opinion on. Chuck, welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey, thanks for taking my opinion. Um, I think this is a perfect – Israel is losing the PR war. And this is the perfect opportunity for them to call for a peace summit and continue their their, – the peace that they were negotiating with Saudi Arabia, which is a big enemy of Iran. Iran supports Hamas. So if you get Saudi in there, get Jordan in there, get Qatar in there, get get those kind of people in there to rebuild Gaza – flush Hamas out, use the secret circle or their, their special forces to eliminate Hamas because they are a terrorist group. They're, I mean, there's just no other way around it. And then you don't have the, um, all the indirect killing of innocent civilians. And personally, I think, I think that's the way that it, they, they should use this opportunity for peace, unlike we did after 9-11, where we just went with blind rage and just invaded a bunch of countries that didn't have anything to do with it. They should call for a peace summit, get the surrounding Arab countries together, get Hamas out of there, get Hezbollah out of there, and, and give themselves a fighting chance for peace. Chuck, if that were possible, uh, I wholeheartedly agree. And it's interesting you brought this up because last night I was just kind of making notes. Saudi Arabia is such a mystery to me. I, I just I don't understand it. I don't get it. Uh, I, I, I don't know where they stand on different things. I do know this. I do know they have probably trillions of dollars that they they can afford to, to buy and sell anything or anyone. And so certainly, even if they don't have the world's strongest military, they have enough money that they could really make an impact. And so uh, I appreciate your phone call and, and your perspective. And, and that's one thing. I'll, I'll talk to uh, Jeff McCausland, who's coming up here one hour from now. We'll reach out to Jim Talent, uh, Chris Cuomo is going to be with us at 4 p.m. because I do think that that's a a real wild card, what Saudi Arabia does and why they don't flex their muscle a little bit more. Because if they were to truly take a stand and truly put their money where their mouth is and say, yeah, we're going to stand with the United States, we're going to stand, you know, you know, with the the, the non-axis sort of uh, countries, I would think that would make a gigantic difference. But they're always they're very shrewd. Uh, just in they're just incredible. Like they play their cards very close to the best.
Well, I think, I mean, I don't know much about Saudi Arabia at all, but what you're asking them to do is something that I just feel like they do whatever is in their best interest. If you're asking them to do anything out of the kindness of their heart, I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. But but like Chuck was saying, this I would think this could be in their best interest. Mm-hmm. Like this, every situation is always an opportunity. And I, I, I hate to sound like Tony Robbins, who's <laughs> who I hate, uh, <laughs> but, but it's true. Like anything like this is an opportunity uh, to change something for the better. It may be a really long, tough putt, but there are big enough players. They're way bigger players than Iran. Uh, that if you can get them involved, you may be able to do something. Uh, John may know a little bit about this calling in. Johnny, actually calling in from Oklahoma. Um, I'm calling. I'm on the road. I'm uh, traveling. I'm south of St. Louis. I'm heading to Indiana for a funeral. Um, I've been listening to you uh, guys on the radio five times. Israel has uh, accepted peace propositions to appease the Arab region. And five times the Arabs have have shot them down. 1918, the Ottoman Empire fell, and shortly thereafter in 1936, that's when Britain ruled that whole area, okay? Mm -hmm. And they they formed, Britain formed what was known as the Peel Commission. And the Peel Commission, Lord Peel came back and said, the solution here is two states, one Arab, one Jew. And the Arabs uh, were proposed a deal that gave 80% of the land in the region to the Arabs and 20% to the Jews, and the Arabs shot them down. Then you had the the situation after World War II in 1946-47, where they, uh, uh, again, there was, there, there was a situation where the uh, Brits asked UN, the UN to get involved, and the UN came back and said, two-state solution, okay? And once again, they gave the Arabs the favorable end of the stick there, and the Arabs turned it down. And that's when the Arabs in the region began to refer to themselves as Palestinians. Palestine is not a country. Most people don't understand this. I served in the Navy over there, by the way. They began to refer to themselves as Palestinians, okay? They shot them down, and they came out with the three. With, with the three no's. Hey, Chuck, uh, my understanding of history aligns with yours, uh, and I didn't know much of this until October 7th, and I went back and researched it just to get an idea of how we got here. Uh, fast forwarding to today uh, with this, the PR war going on and the U.S. asking Israel to delay until we can have more hostage negotiations, what I'm not pretending you're king of the world here, but what do you think that they should do? What action would you take? The, the time has come for the, uh, the Arabs to recognize Israel as a nation. I, I contend that Israel has every single right to, to the, uh, defend itself. They have the right to self-defense. And as far as I'm concerned, um, when, when, they, when, when this whole thing erupted, Israel needs to go in, and it's my opinion they need to mow it down and say enough is enough. We're going we're gonna to take the Gaza Strip. This is going to be part of Israel. If you guys don't like it, go somewhere else. But Israel has made every single effort to make peace in this area, and the Arabs continue to shoot them down. I think the time has come for Israel to say enough is enough. We're done. We're going to just make this uh, the, the part of Israel. And we'll work it out at that point. Uh, 
So what level, uh, it's, I think it's a fair question based on what you just said, what level of collateral damage would you be comfortable with if Israel did what you said and they go in and they're like, look, we're when this thing's over, this is just going to be part of Israel. How many Gazan uh, uh, non-Hamas fighters would you say, yeah, okay, 50,000, 100,000? I'll be happy to answer that question. As a veteran, I can tell you that war is ugly. There is no precise targeting in war. There is going to be collateral damage across the board. The majority of the people that live in the Gaza Strip did not want this, okay? But it's time for those people to stand up and point their fingers to where those tunnels are, point their fingers to where the Hamas are, and take control of their country and say we're done and we're done with you Hamas you're out of here those people need to stand up we're not the panacea for what ails the world in the US people look at us to cure everything that ails them and I'm I'm tired of the world looking to the US for the to be the panacea no John, it's let, time for people to stand up and, and fight for their own peace. John, let me ask you, having been over there with the U.S. military and having a much better understanding of the, the people than I do, don't you think that the Palestinians, the people in the Gaza Strip, much like people in uh, Iran and in, in Yemen, uh, that they're terrified to, to do that? Because what the, you and I are sitting in a comfortable place to give these opinions. Oh, but but yeah. Hamas is probably like, hey, look, we'll cut your kids' hands off. They're like, great, we're pro-Hamas. Right. I understand that, okay? Um, but you need to understand that over there, um, I, in my opinion, I don't think there's ever, ever going to be peace in the foreseeable future because everything over there is tribal. It's tribal. You got the Shiites, you got the Sunnis, you got the Twelvers, and the Twelvers are the worst. They're radical, okay? It's it's literally tribal in that region. And unless and until the day comes when these people realize that they have to take control of their own lives and not succumb to the to the the control that region and stand up, yeah, they're going to have to make some personal sacrifice. We did to form our country. Other countries have done the same thing. These people have gotten used to the fact that the U.S. is going to be their savior. No. No mas. No more. You're going to have to learn how to fight on your own. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. I'm getting so many texts from friends and such. Um, You want me to... Okay. Maybe the only way to make this whole thing weirder. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you just hear who UFC made their number one sponsor? Yes, I did. I saw it last night. The UFC. Mm-hmm. The toughest bros in the friggin' world, man. Bud Light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw, I was. What the hell is happening in the world? I was flipping around last night and I landed on Hannity for a second and they were like, up next, Didn't Dana never White. Say that it, again. it happened. <laughs> and they were like, up next, Dana White. And I'm like, oh, well, what's this about? And I saw the sponsorship and it was just Hannity, like, basically making excuses for Bud Light at that point and being like, yeah, well, you know, I want all these people to be able to keep their jobs. We're going <laughs> to give them one more chance. He's a bag. <laughs> it was just <laughs> so funny. Yeah, I mean, whatever, you know, it's... it's yeah, I don't care yeah, at private all. Private company, private company, do what you want to do, but it's just, like, if we were playing bingo, <laughs> no one would have had that on their card, you I know? know? 
They Nuts. actually, they actually uh, brought up Folds of Honor as a reason why they wanted to work with them, though. Dana White did. Yeah. Because oh, nice. uh, Ian Heidrich hey. does so much with Folds of Honor. So. Yeah. Well, I'll be uh, the host and MC for the Folds of Honor Gala on Saturday night. So if you're interested in that, you can go to their website and buy tickets. It's a masquerade ball. Mm. Guess what I'm not doing? What are you wearing? Masquerading. <laughs> Welcome back, DG Ask Two Twenty One. So, uh, one of my very best and favorite clients for the Gelman team, real estate. Uh, I've used them several times. Can't say enough good things about them. Good guys, good people, and uh, they're having an event tomorrow night. And uh, Mark Gelman, the handsome Gelman, uh, joins us now. Mark, my friend, good to talk to you. How are you, buddy? I'm good. I appreciate. <laughs> I appreciate. Here's the thing. I made a Facebook post a couple of days ago. I showed when Neil was about eight years old and I was about three or four. And I said, here's proof that he's not my dad. Because everybody busts on him, thinks he's my dad. And he's like, he gets so mad because he's like, how could I be your dad? I'm six years older. Uh, so, yeah, actually, it was like when he, I was four and he was 10. So, it's crazy. So, how are you doing? I'm doing well, man. So, I know that you have opinions on this. You're a proud Jewish person, supporter of Israel. And we've done work together to that end. And I want to get let you get your opinion on the air, such as you'd like. But uh, business first you have an event going on tomorrow evening tell us all about it yeah we do we have a uh, career fair and we're very excited here's the thing the st louis market is down 30 percent the great majority of teams the great majority of agents in st louis are down i'm showing year over year i'm so incredibly proud we just passed last year's numbers literally an hour ago so we've done more this year with already uh, with only with a month and a half left so all of this growth is that we're going to be hiring for is due to growth not attrition i mean people stay with us for years so we're really excited. If people go to TGT, the Gelman team, but TGTcareers.com, we're having a career fair. We have agent positions. We have showing assistance, which is a hybrid of being paid a uh, commission and salary. There's operations positions because, Dave, we're continuing to grow. Next year, we're hoping that we're focused on doubling our business. So we're really excited on our market share growing. Wow. that I mean, I, I, you know me. I'm a big Gelman believer, but that shocks even me with everyone down 30%. You guys are up from last year. Congratulations. And I appreciate that. And believe me, it's due to a lot of loyal, loyal clients, loyal listeners. We just got a call with yesterday with one of your listeners. So we love it. We love it. And we can't thank you enough for your support, your friendship. And uh, we're really excited. So you could go to TGTcareers.com. Check it out. Uh, events 430 at 6 p.m. tomorrow night in person. We're really excited about that. Okay, so uh, you are one of my many Jewish friends, and uh, uh, we've spoken about this, but I wanted to give you a chance to get your opinion on the airwaves if you'd like to give it about what's going on right now. Yeah, so just to be clear, any innocent life, and there are so obviously the atrocities that happened with the music festival, that, I mean, that was just, it was heartbreak. I mean, just horrible, horrible, horrible. The thing that makes me really sick overall, so obviously uh, being Jewish, seeing what's happening to Israel, but equally what's happening to the innocent people and the Gaza. I mean, that the, the problem is there's terrible people, but over there, 
it's not all terrible people, and that's the problem. And so the problem we have is that it's just it, it, it's going to tear the world apart. Obviously, you're going to see what other countries, bad countries, get involved. And I mean, this is very concerning. I mean, it's concerning for Israel. It's concerning for the rest of the world because I think it's it's uh, I think it's going to be a lot bigger than what we're seeing today, and it's scary. It, it really is. But my heart goes out to innocent on both sides. Those innocent people, just to be very clear. Completely agree with every word you just Mm -hmm. said. Uh, Locally, anything that uh, people can do uh, to support, uh, you know, the Jewish community locally? Yeah, I mean, the the thing that there's been, there's been uh, quite a few rallies. Oh, no, I'm worried we lost Mark. Uh Oh, I bet Neil took the phone. (laughs) So I'm not going to stand for this. Yeah, I don't think we have him. Okay. All right, that's okay. He 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 made a very good statement there. So, uh again, uh Mark was calling in primarily to talk about their event tomorrow, uh tgtcareers.com if you are interested in getting into the real estate business or if you are in the real estate business, don't you have to have to be a broker or an agent. They have lots of different jobs and that is tomorrow night at the uh Annex workspace in the Chesterfield Valley from 4:30 p.m. until 6 p.m. You seem to like what he said. I, I, I really was interested to hear what he had to say because we love the Gelman team. And I just feel like that was such a compassionate and measured way of looking at the situation. I think it's really easy to, for people to just be like, oh, nope, this is my side and I'm sticking with it. But to, to have the foresight to look at both sides of the coin and realize that there are innocent people uh, suffering, I, I, that really touched me. So Yeah, I agree. I agree. Hey, Halloween starts tonight. It does. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I am. I am too. We'll be kicking it off at about 4:20 p.m. Yeah, let me say on the air. Good job to you. Uh, you. You've done the the yeoman's work and putting everything together and editing it all together. So nice job. That's why I, buy, why I bought you a cookie today. Mm-hmm, um, uh, yeah. So here's the deal. Ten, uh, tonight and Thursday and Friday. And Monday and Tuesday, we will be presenting you scary, spooky campfire stories that listeners called in with. They're all good. Uh, they're all really interesting and spooky and scary. And some are ghosts and some are dogmen and some are demons. And, you know, it's Halloween. And then on Halloween proper, we will do an hour uh, because I have my own spooky stories. Do we have one of my stories each night? Yep. Oh, look at that. Leading up to it. Okay, very good. And that'll start tonight uh, at 420. So this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Tune in for that. DGS. Drew, are these from you, the little chat things? Yeah, so normally we don't do that. I'm like, who the hell send me messages? <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny, we did the story about uh, uh, Bud Lights now, the official sponsor of the UFC, and how ironic that is to me. And Joe called and, from St. Anne and said, Bud Light should bring back seven-ounce bottles. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> He's like, let's get, let's get to the important stuff here. <laughs> yeah, 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 whatever about the whatever on the poly. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> I do it. I am so, uh, I'm such a sucker for packaging. And especially anything small. Like, mm-hmm. every time I'm checking out at Schnucks, I have to, like, not make myself not buy uh, 50 tiny deodorants. Like, yeah. just yeah. it's just something about it. So I'm with them on the 7-ounce seven, seven bottle. I want the um, the mini cans. They're a horrible deal, the mini cans of soda. Oh, unless, you always oh, pay way more. Unless yeah. you are. So there are people who will only drink, like, 10 ounces of soda at a time, and that's fine for them. But I'm... Do you hate those people? I'm drinking... No, I just don't Do understand them, them. disgusting? I'm drinking, like, four of these a day. I'm drinking, like, 120 ounces. I like the little can. I think it's the perfect amount. Little Diet Coke. Coke Zero. Mm-hmm. She's dunked on you. I know. Simply cannot relate. I'm not trying to dunk. I just... I like a little bit of soda. So you two had uh, a lunch adventure today? Well, yeah. As as always down there. Well, first of all, I have a little bit of a bone to pick with you, Dave, because you texted me and said, (laughs) I'm going to KFC today. And I was like, yeah, I will, too. I said, same. (laughs) And then later you texted you, oh, I got my own lunch. (laughs) Why is that that a bone to pick? I don't know, because they thought we were doing the KFC thing together. Because she got excited for KFC (laughs) in her mind. And then she's like, it's not as bad because I've eaten it with Dave. Exactly. I can't let this stand. It would be different. If I said, guess what? It's clay pod day. Or we're going to Zia's, but KFC. <laughs> like, I know, but KFC's... I still feel like I need a little bit of an excuse to get KFC. Uh, I got you. Yeah. Now and it's coming out. And respectfully to my, my friend Rachel, she's, yes. And I think she's more excited by the thought of KFC usually than like a nicer restaurant like Zia's <laughs> or whatever. I think the KFC is like, Sometimes oh. I do hey. like the KFC. And you know what? The KFC likes me. I am friends with everybody <laughs> down there. And today when I walked in, uh, like the manager was like, hello, Rachel. <laughs> Immediately. Like, <laughs> there was no like, Rachel, right? You, there was no, none of that. He, you me. have to be their skinniest, most attractive client. <laughs> they always say, like, you love our food. I'm like, yep. And also, <laughs> I, I do love your food. And also, I work upstairs. And But mostly, You're I gonna love your food. You're going to walk in one day. And there's going to be one of those cardboard cutouts. I was like, just going to say. A Batman movie of you <laughs> holding a chicken leg. I was just going to say. It's like, hey, 
Our chicken It'll helps you lose weight. She eats here. So Andrew, <laughs> she's pretty. I've never been inside that KFC without Andrew. Mm-hmm. I always That's go with true, Andrew. Yeah, it? I always go with him. And he was like, "Hello, Rachel and sir." Yeah, it was <laughs> but it's funny because I'm definitely like, <laughs> "What the... did that happen?" Oh, a clay pot that used to happen with you. Oh yeah, the lady would always be like, "Hello, Dave and friend." <laughs> Hello, lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, I'm definitely I'm always the one ordering and. I try to be super nice, so that's why they know my name, because I'm always giving my name And you with don't the mind order. the machetes? No, not at all. It's fine. You know what? We took the machetes like a champ down there. A lot yeah, of people were getting a little upset by the machetes, and, and we tried to, you know, we tried to be the voice of reason down there. Yeah. We tried to not... You got your downtown sea legs. Not yeah. everyone does. Yeah, we try to not... Um, well, what's the word? We try to not uh, be inflammatory towards anything, because you're, you're going to see some stuff. You go to a downtown fast food place... Yeah. It's going to get weird. Yeah. Well, we you actually, just got to let it. Okay. So I have, well, first of all, for this segment, I wanted to rate every item on the KFC menu, but I don't think Dave wants to do that. I think there's like a higher, on a higher standard or something for the show. <laughs> yeah. Dave was pleasantly noncommittal we'll, to that we'll idea. We'll look forward to that on the next Rachel Zimmerman show. Okay. Yeah. But <laughs> I understand that uh, your, your beloved KFC got you in trouble. Well, here's the thing. We didn't just go to KFC. Andrew mm-hmm. didn't want KFC. He wanted Papa John's. And well, I didn't know this until I until I had already ordered my food. So then I have this big bag of KFC because I still did get my friend Dave some slaw and a soda because he asked for it. Uh, so I have my bag of KFC. What? What are you I'm shaking taking your head incoming for? here. I didn't, I didn't do anything but buy my own damn lunch. Dude. No, I just, I just thought we were going to have KFC together. And I guess we still oh, kind of did. Parenthetically. Uh, I'm not going to say where because they seem like nice people. And maybe I'm just out of it. Uh, but I went to a place today and bought a sandwich. A sandwich. Not like a foot long or anything, just a sandwich. And no chips, no soda. Sorry to anyone that I offend <laughs> by my South Roxana white trash <laughs> pronunciation of soda. Uh, but it was thirteen seventy five for the sandwich. And then, but like the schmuck I am, I gave the 20% tip when they showed me the iPad. I'm too big of a punk to, to say no. Uh, so yeah, I paid like 16 bucks for a sandwich. Is that just what sandwiches cost now? I guess so. I think Sometimes. that's just the day and age we're living in. You got to really you got to really be on the lookout for. I mean, I I I my you it just really got upsets so my wife. Serious. Because I, I take the stuff seriously. Yeah, I forgot I, who I was talking to. I really upset my wife sometimes because we'll go into a place or we'll we'll even be like sitting down at a restaurant or whatever, and I'll get my hands on the menu, and it, it's four dollars more expensive for every menu item than it said online because it's an out of date menu or whatever. And it's like I'm not I'm not paying that. I know I know the value of what I'm willing to pay for what I'm going to get, and it's like you know like that sandwich. I would have just walked. I would have just been like, you know what? I'm sorry, actually. I just don't think I have it in me to pay. Make him a counter offer. <laughs> oh, you haggle. This feels like a $7 sandwich. <laughs> but it looked like a $7 sandwich is the thing. That's okay. why it's like. So back to know. the drama. So I had my bag of KFC and then Andrew wanted to go to Papa John's to get the lunch special, which by the way, I have, I go with him to the Papa John's to get the lunch special a lot too, because we're codependent and we just have to go to these <laughs> restaurants together. And every time he walks into the lunch special, Andrew walks up to the counter he slams his hand. He doesn't slam, but he like forcefully puts his hands down on the counter and he goes, "What do you got today?" Because what you get today? they have they have like individual pizza slices that you can get. So he wants to know the different flavors. And do of they pizza. take that in good humor, or they like get your hands off the counter? Um, yeah, that's you what I know, it's today. Not, every, not everyone sees the charm in Andrew that we do. <laughs> today was the first time that I was like, they. 
Because I, 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 I thought we were buddies. I it's thought I was buddies with the guy. guys. Yeah, yeah, it's always the same guy. And I thought he'd be. I'm, I'm wait. I, I'm waiting for the day that I walk in and he's like Andrew, like the, <laughs> like the uh, uh, KFC people are with Rach. Yeah. And that is not. I don't think that's gonna happen. And I think because you and Rach are like the same person. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's more. I, yeah, we walk into Papa John's and they go Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> but I have you know, I've always doubted his stories because Andrew has a, a consistent theme, uh, whether it's Casey's or it's uh, like every restaurant in Alton. Like they hate me. <laughs> I don't even I like to wait until Gladys is off her shift because they hate me. I'm beginning to believe it. <laughs> I know. I always think that that's him just being hard on himself or something. But having then, low self-esteem and just being like they clearly they hate me. Then you see me slap the table at Papa John's and say, "What you got for well, me today?" And then he goes, "Shut up." I will say, and I don't. I think this is because Andrew did DoorDash for so long. You are so casual with the, like. Yeah. Okay, I go into KFC and I'm like, "Hello, how are you today?" Like I'm just so over the top nice. Andrew's like. Yeah, can I get some barbecue sauce or or just like let me get some ranch? Yeah, let me like get some he's ranch on so that. casual I, with them. It, you really become a lot more casual when you do DoorDash, actually, because you might go into the same Taco Bell or Panera or whatever. You might go into the same one like 15 times in one night, like just oh, it, depending on what people order. So, so they're you basically start to, your coworkers at that point. They really are. You're like you start industry. to get to <laughs> right. You start <laughs> to get to know each other. And so you walk in. They're like, hey, it's me again. And they're like, hey, DoorDash. And I'm like, well, no, I'm. <laughs> I want spicy potato tacos, and I'm getting DoorDash. <laughs> but I anyway, we went into Taco Bell, or not Taco Bell, gosh, Papa John's, <laughs> and I had my bag of KFC, and the room kind of stopped. Everyone mm-hmm. was like, oh. And then I just went, and I sat in the corner and waited for Ian. It, it was packed today. There were like 10 yeah. people waiting in line it for was the lunch special. super crowded. Everybody immediately, because I walked in holding it, and then she's like, I'll take it. And so she takes it, and everybody is like staring. I think they thought you were going to like sit and eat it. Oh, yeah. But but my question is, I need a ruling. Is it ever okay, even when you're just running in to pick up, you know, some extra food like that, is it ever okay to bring outside food into a restaurant? I think it should absolutely be okay. Like, take it easy, chief. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Phoebe was little and she was so picky, and I can't tell you how many times we took her to a restaurant and brought in, like, McDonald's. Or, oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. And it wasn't always, you know, it wasn't always uh, welcomed. But I'm a pretty scary looking guy. So, you know, they- <laughs> I would have thought, speaking of DoorDash, I would have thought that a restaurant wouldn't like if you walked, if I walked into, say, a Taco Bell with a bag of McDonald's and I sat in a table in the corner and just started eating it, didn't buy anything at Taco well, Bell. Yeah, I think the- that's different. I- I'm talking more like if, if you go with another person who's buying their mm-hmm. food. But I would have thought they wouldn't have cared about that because I would have just thought, ah, he's just sitting there and eating and then he'll leave and who cares? It's not worth making a fuss out of. But I, think, they... I think you're vastly underestimating how much fast food workers care. That well, was a joke. <laughs> but that, but but they actually did care about that. Like, I would hear yeah, them talking to each other. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's that guy we hate. And he has McDonald's with him. <laughs> no, I would like, like he's dating her. <laughs> he's obviously rich. When I was, when I would sit Tell like, me you got money, then tell me you got money. <laughs> He's got a hottie with a bag full of KFC <laughs> on his arm. But I would be, like, waiting for the DoorDash, and then I would, like, hear 
the people in the back of the, you know, the kitchen or whatever talking to each other. And they're like, he's back again. And he's got a McDonald's with him this time. What are we going to tell this guy? How do we get him out of here? You've heard that? <laughs> yes. I'm like, wow. How do we get him out of yeah, here? Yeah, like, how do we get him? Or uh, I went to a gas station once and there was a guy who was. Are you sure was... you're not delusional? <laughs> no, I'm being totally serious. And there was a guy this with. This sounds like the script from Beautiful Mind. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> like, he's not even going into the restaurant. Yeah, like, he's just people staring don't into even the mirror. Exist. <laughs> But I, I, the they other one is, hate you. I went to a gas station to pick something up for a DoorDash. I think we should kill him. Should we kill him? <laughs> and there was another person who was dashing who was like in the parking lot. Wasn't busy. Wasn't crowded. They weren't parked at a pump. They were just kind of sitting off to the side, sort of like where the employees would park. And, and they were just waiting for a little order to ding so that they could drive out. It was just like a central location for where they were hoping to get around that night. And the employees were so upset. They were, like, beside themselves that somebody would be, like, essentially loitering in the parking lot. And, like, they went out, and there was, like, a big conflict where they were, like, I don't care what you... And they are like, well, we're just trying to sit here and wait. And it's, like, I don't care. Why did they Get talk so here. dumb? <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the door dashes are all dumb. <laughs> <laughs> they all talk like that. I, I, oh, I got your order. <laughs> I talked like that, too. I'd go knock on the door. Brought <laughs> your McDonald's. Is uh, Megan still dashing? Yeah, we're getting out there from time to time. She's not as motivated as I am, so I have Are to really people like... wearing clothes now when they... I have to really, like, force her to... We have had no more nude incidents, All which right. uh, it's, it seems like you wouldn't have to say it, but yet we do. Yeah. So it's... Keep it's, your drawers on. <laughs> it's, been going, it's been going all right. I, I miss it. I wish they hadn't uh, uh, banned me forever from the platform because I, I really enjoyed it. I love doing it. You should just go out as Megan. That happens to me all the time whenever I order. It'll be like, Antonio oh, will be yeah. arriving soon yeah. with your most, order, most people, and it's a, like a woman. Most people do that. And I do like, I go with her. I go, I drive while she holds the food and delivers yeah, it. Yeah, everyone's stuff, naked but. when she goes up there. DGS coming up at the top of the hour. We have uh, Jeff McCausland on. So he's one of our military experts and he is going to help us to kind of tease out what we've been talking about. That it, it really is kind of taking shape. The actual fighting uh, between Israel and Hamas and then the PR war that's happening 24 7 all over the world. And we'll get a true expert opinion on that. We have Chris Cuomo coming up later. Uh, the Halloween uh, starts uh, today at 420. I, I like this because we've done a Halloween show every single year, uh, but typically it is one hour uh, on Halloween of us going to a spooky place and then uh, maybe an hour of condensed last year's show. And uh, we reached out to the listeners and we had a lot of people respond. We're still going to uh, record a couple more people. And every day between now and Halloween, 420 to 5 will be the spooky stories and one from me. And then on Halloween proper, we'll do a whole hour of it. So we hope that you uh, enjoy it. Donald Trump has been found in contempt again in his uh, civil trial in New York. The judge fined him $10,000 for violating his gag order. Uh, Last week, he was fined $5,000, which for a normal person would be a lot of money and make them stop talking. For Donald Trump, I think it's probably just entertainment. The best thing this judge can do for Donald Trump is keep fining him tiny amounts of money that he has in his pocket Mm. because that just, to me... 
as a non-Trump fan, just plays right into his narrative as a tough guy, and I'm standing up to even this judge, and you can just keep finding me all you want. You'd have to find him hundreds of thousands of dollars to make an impression or put his ass in jail or say you're confined to Mar-a-Lago. But but as a former trial attorney, I can tell you that judges don't mess around with contempt. People do go to jail. I have seen people. The line was always, I hope you brought a toothbrush because the deputy is going to take you to jail. Uh, I've even seen lawyers held in contempt and put into jail for a couple hours. Uh, so that's pretty interesting stuff. I you have a law degree, obviously, but even if you didn't have a... What if I a- didn't? What if I'd just been lying this whole time? I'm like, uh, all, I mean, lose. Sanford Brown counts, right? <laughs> um, but even without a law degree, I think you can come to the conclusion that it's... I, I don't understand what the judge is... Like you said, the best thing that she can do for... He. Excuse me. That he can do for uh, oh, Trump. Reverse sexism. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Men can't be judges. Uh, I, 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 the best thing that he can do for Trump is to keep finding him the ticky tack amounts that, yep. like you said, Trump that's got it plays into his hand 20,000 times over. So, so what is the, why, why do it at all? Why charge him such a small amount or any amount at all? I'm going to guess that it's because that's what he would find a normal person. Okay. And, uh, I'm sure he has the right to say, Hey, this whole trial is about you saying you have $5 billion and therefore uh, I'm going to make this hurt a little and I'm going to find you $100,000. But that's a really interesting legal question. Uh, I'm not even sure you're allowed to do that. I know that when you do uh, uh, punitive damages, it's Mm. like, well, it's going to take billions to hurt Exxon, so we're going to do billions of dollars. But I have never really seen that play out where a rich person is held in contempt in trial, normal contempt, by just being a jerk and, and, you know, like talking when they're not supposed to talk, violating a gag order. Uh, but I, my best guess is that's what he's trying to do. Hmm. He's right. like, hey, Donald, let's be reasonable. Stop it. Uh, but he won't. But no. but eventually this judge very well may uh, sentence him to like house arrest. You can't throw him in jail because of the Secret Service and all that. Mm-hmm. But he could say you <laughs> it's like being grounded, like literally <laughs> like you have to go home to your Resort and pool. <laughs> Which, and then n- and nothing would be better for him than that. Yeah. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, it just feels like anytime there's any sort of consequence, it just plays into the victim narrative or the persecute. You know, I'm a martyr for you. And you have to. By the way, did you guys see that George Santos tweeted yesterday that like the same thing Trump has been saying? They don't want me. They they want you, but they're going to have to come like something like that. Yeah, like, he's trying yeah. to be like Robin to Batman they, they, or something. They want me. They they don't want me. They want you, but I'm in the way. Yeah. 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 You're in the way. All right. Santos, <laughs> yeah, you did, are. In did the you way. see his latest lie <laughs> yes. about his niece being stolen by Chinese people? China abducted what? his niece. Yeah. He, he was like, he was doing one of his pissy rants, and he's like, oh, you want one? I'll give you one. And he says, uh, my, like, four-year-old niece disappeared from a park, and then 40 minutes later, she was seen with two Chinese people, and he goes, just read between the lines. Like, um. So then wow, what happened? Like, not only is this incredibly false, but racist, like nothing. Uh, whoever the authorities came out and said, there's absolutely no evidence that any of this happened. Yeah. Well, he's he, he's a nutbag. He's like yeah. feeling bored. Might try and get us into a war with China. I don't know. <laughs>
I just love it though. He's like, "Oh, you want one? Like, I've okay. I've been holding back on the yeah. Nissan oh, yeah. China thing. Yeah, oh, you wanna... I haven't mentioned it until now, but I just I've remembered. really been trying to give China a break on this. But... You guys think I'm a liar? Well, I'll give you a lie. <laughs> you've you pushed me too far. He also wanted to be speaker. Did you guys see that? <laughs> no. he... Oh my god, I would have I would have loved that. He put a Twitter poll up, and it was like Santos for speaker, oh and the god. two answers were yes and yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it did make me laugh. I had to hand it to him. It was kind of good. Kind of a good bit. <laughs> and you know what? If I woke up in the morning and he was speaker, it wouldn't be completely the weirdest thing that's happened. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why not? Let's just ride this train as far as it'll go. Yeah. Let's just, let's just take this thing into the mountain. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 